Hey guys, welcome back to the Chatterseed Podcast. This is a father-daughter podcast with me, Ryan, and my dad. Hey. And we're reviewing classical movies. Today's movie was Babette's Feast. And um, this movie, my dad will give you more background on. Yeah, this is a Danish film. That was, uh, I think, the 1987 Academy Award winner for Best Foreign Film. Um, it was, I think, initially the story was to be set in Norway, mm. but the director of this movie, um, Gabriel Axel, went to Norway to try and location scout, and it was too beautiful. <laughs> he wanted a, a, a location that looked a little more severe, a little uh, more Spartan, and so he took it to Jutland. And uh, they, they shot there. I but, don't think I've ever heard that. It's too beautiful. <laughs> well, it depends on what you're going for, right? I so, mean, yeah. So let's talk about it. What, what were they going for? Um, reserved community. It's very poor. Why are they poor even? They, I think a lot of it was self-denial, right? But it's also uh, about sort of like fishing village out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even... It was a strange, mm, not strange, well, like, the community was kind of strange, but, like, the story itself was kind of interesting. Yeah. It, talk. We talked a little bit last time about pacing, right? And yes. modern movies This typically... one was so slow. <laughs> it, the pacing is so different than But the modern subtitles cinema. are better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, should we just tell them what it's about? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and okay. spoil it. Spoiler alert. Your, your daily spoiler alert. Um, so this story is about two sisters who are very religious. Not quite sure what religion. It's not, not quite clear, but yeah, they're religious. So they're a bit more reserved, you know, than most people. And they just lived in this tiny little village, I guess, together, and they had a maid that kind of served them, and the story is basically about how the maid came to, it's, it's called Babette's Feast, and the name of the maid is Babette, right, yeah, and so, like, the story is kind of about how she came to be in their service, but at the same time, it's about when the two sisters were younger and they each kind of had, well, yeah, they each kind of had like a love a relationship or whatever. One sister and fell in love with a soldier who came to visit and like the soldier fell in love with her, but he decided that it wouldn't work because I don't really know why. He just said it wouldn't work. So he left and devoted himself to his work and they saw each other again like many many years later and when they saw each other again they were still clearly in love but they still didn't get together and then the other sister um I don't think she really like fell in love she's a really good singer and so one time there was like this famous singing teacher or something from like an opera in Paris who came to visit and he heard her voice and he wanted to give her voice lessons and make her a new star. And he kind of got a little handsy and made her uncomfortable. And so I don't think she actually, I don't think she liked him that way. Because immediately after that, she kind of quit singing lessons. But he sent them 
Babette, his nether servant. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's right. So the, the setting for this story is the French Revolution. Mm. So he's an artist, a renowned opera singer. All right, because she had to escape because there was some scandal with her brother. Right. So Babette, we learn later, is like a this famous very famous chef. Chef. Uh, but she had to escape the French Revolution so that she wouldn't be killed. So Papon, the man who... The opera singer from opera Paris. opera singer from Paris, uh, remembers this remote uh, Danish fishing village where she would be totally safe. In. With the nice sister who could sing good. Right. And so he sends her, sends her off there. Well, she'll be safe because she'll be totally uh, obscure off the map of mm-hmm. this... And at first, the sisters don't want to let her in because they're like, we barely have enough food for ourselves, and we don't really need one. We don't really need you. But she's, like, begging them, and they're like, oh, all right. And they're like, we can't pay you either. And she's like, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, they don't want to take her service because, like, we can't afford you. She's like, you don't have to afford me. Just let me work for you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like also, like you were saying earlier about how, like, they're kind of reserved and, like, don't really take in worldly pleasure and stuff. I feel like that's also probably why they didn't want, like, a maid. Because that's, like, a luxury. Yeah. Yeah, they sort of deny themselves luxury in their religious community. So, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the film, they are being raised by their very pious father. Mm-hmm. Who is the leader of this religious community mm-hmm. that they live in. People come to their home regularly for religious services. For like they, a dinner or lunch. Right. They have like a weekly Sabbath dinner together or something. Um, but they, they don't they don't even like put salt on their food. They eat like fishy broth. They eat bread soup. Yeah. They basically eat soggy bread. Yeah. It's, it, it's like they uh, <laughs> their lives are sort of bland. <laughs> like their bread soup. <laughs> like their bread soup. And so they have this very Spartan existence, denying themselves worldly comforts, and it's also very humble. They live in a, a very poor community, and so there's not a lot of luxuries. Oh, but then Babette wins the lottery. And right. she wins, like, so much money. And the sisters are like, uh. And then Babette is like, can I make you a feast? Like, for your Sunday dinner or whatever, this Sabbath, can I make you your dinner? And they don't want, and the sisters um, kind of don't want to, because they're like, uh, she's going to make some big fancy French food. Like, because she said she wants to make a traditional French dinner or whatever, Babette does. And the sisters are like, uh, because all they've ever had is, like, bread soup. And so, and so, but they don't want to be rude because Babette is like begging and like this is all she wants to do with all her money, which is like 10,000 francs or something. And so they say, okay. And so then when all the food, so Babette like goes to France to get the food and like orders it all. And there's like turtles and like. Yeah, fresh turtle soup. Fresh turtle soup and like all these like animals and stuff. And like. Um, the two sisters are kind of just like, as they're watching this process, they're kind of like horrified and like, cause it's not food they're used to or that, or they don't know what it is. So they kind of, it's really funny because they tell all the like patrons, like, just don't say anything about the food, <laughs> which is offensive to Babette because no one says anything. And whenever anyone tries to bring it up, they like change the subject. And so... Yeah, and they, like, have wine, and they don't know that it's wine, and, like, champagne and stuff, and they like it, and they're just, like, it's kind of funny. This this is 
why I love this movie so much. It's it's a s- slow paced, subtle. But the dinner is the funniest part because all the people's reactions to the food. Well, it's the setup, right? It's this long, patient setup for this great joke, basically. Which is, and part of it is so the the sisters had these two. Uh, people who were wooing them when they were younger, right? The, yeah. The older sister, Mar- what's her name, Martine? Is it? I don't remember. I They're just sisters. And oh, Philippa. and apparently the soldier has some, like, connection with Babette, so he's invited to the feast. Or he's in... No, no, no. Babette runs into, like, this lady, like, the aunt of the soldier when they're in France, doesn't she? And that's how the soldier gets invited to the feast. I can't remember how the soldier got invited to the feast. I think he's back in town, basically, for the first time. But he discovers, he lets him in on Babette. He didn't know Babette. He knew of Babette yes. because of her, her famous. famous dish. She was the one person who cooked this very fancy dish yes. that was sort of renowned at this very, uh, the very best restaurant, basically. Oh, 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 and it's the soldier who keeps saying how good the food is. Yes! And all, this, and all the patrons... <laughs> Or, like, changing the subject, not saying anything, and he's like, um, it's good. <laughs> that is, that's my, f- that's it. That's the setup, right? So you have these these two guys. You got the soldier. So early in the story, you have the soldier and the opera singer introduced, right? And they both become men of worldly renown. Yes. Um, and the soldier comes, and he is enamored of, is her name Martina? I can't remember. Yes, Martine is the soldier and Philippa is the singer. So he, he becomes enamored of Martine and he wants to pursue her, but he is a sort of from a very secular uh, world and he's out visiting his, is it his aunt that he's visiting? Yes, the, the, the aunt. Lives in the town or near the town. And so he meets her. Which is why he's invited to the feast because the aunt is like a patron or something. Because of the aunt, right. So he is in town as a young man and meets this woman and is smitten with her and tries to court her and come over and, and get to know her and, and her family. And she's all about it. She's ready to ditch town. She's totally into him. But then he's like this person that feels a sort of he's a very earnest person. And he's like, it just would never work with us. So I understand some things are impossible and we can't be together. And so he like leaves. <laughs> he never asks her. He never proposes anything to her. He just assumes that it wouldn't work out. And then he throws himself into his career and says, because I can't be with this woman, I'm going to devote myself to my but career. But no one said he couldn't be with her. He just gave up. <laughs> Literally, this man is delusional. <laughs> and so he goes on to have this illustrious military career that takes him, among other places, to Paris. And while he's in Paris, he has this extraordinary dish that he remembers many years later because it is so extraordinary. And so he has all this worldly experience. He's the window into the world. So then many years later, the other worldly man with whom they had connection, this opera teacher who uh, is connected to the local aristocracy, finds safe haven for Babette by sending her up to uh, their little village to be safe. When this man comes in, uh, the general, after all these years and reunites with Martine, comes to this dinner, he, everyone, you can tell, thinks the food is Is amazing. Amazing. But they were told not to say anything about it. (laughs) They were told not to say anything about it. And so... It offends, it horribly offends Babette, and she thinks she's lost her touch or something. She's very sad. Well, Babette... 
And she and she spent all of her lottery winnings on it. But the 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 saving grace of the general lets her know how how good it is. But the that's the funny thing, right? Is that they didn't appreciate why would she spend all this money cooking for them? They didn't understand the thing that makes her happy as an artist is to cook. Is to have her art appreciated. Yeah. So she wants nothing more than to be able to make this great art and have these people love it. And they all love it. But nobody will say so. <laughs> Except the general, who isn't in on the pledge that none of them are going to enjoy it. Well, because they all think it's a sin. They all think they it's a sin it's to evil. eat the food because they, they, they don't know what it is. So they think it's evil, so they say, if we never talk about it, no one will know. <laughs> so they all just don't say anything. But at the end, at the end, they all got together and did their little dance and, and sang the little song and conceded how delicious it was. Mm-hmm. But it was it's it's the most fun. And then the movie ends. And the movie ends. It's the most fun to watch these people who are clearly enjoying the best meal they've ever had in their lives, trying not to say anything about it. And then to have the general who didn't get the memo just raving. It's, and he it's feels so awkward because he, he says it and he's like, isn't this amazing? And the person next to him is like, uh-huh. And then just keeps eating or, or changes the subject to, like, God or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They all keep trying to bring it back. And, like, anytime he mentions something about the food, they try and make some comment about religion to, like, mm-hmm. bring it. Derail. Yeah, derail. <laughs> I love it so much. That part was good. Yeah. And, and Babette, by the way, speaking of patience and pacing, she waited for like something like 15 years. She worked for these women for years and years before she ever even cooked. And they only find out that she is this great chef because the general recognizes her signature dish. Yeah, the turtle soup. It's amazing. Yep. It was actually a good movie. I'd give it like a six or seven. Yeah, it's it's well reviewed. I think it has something like a ninety-seven percent fresh score on Rotten Tomatoes. I think people, a lot of people, love this movie. But yeah. it is it is a slower-paced film than, um, um, like the most entertaining part is the feast. Yeah, but I I just love the patience in that setup. It's and and the characters are so well. Defined. You you get a real feeling for who these people are. It's really yes. really really fun. I this one for me is probably another ten. I have always loved this movie. <laughs> uh, and if you're gonna give a movie a ten out of ten, I just love this one. Yeah. I don't know. It was a good movie. It's funny. Think Anything else? Anything else to say about this? Uh, I don't know. It kind of ex- just. You have to see it also just to really understand. It's a lot of no words, but lots of like... Nuance. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's all we have for you today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. See you all next time. Yep. Bye. Bye.